0: What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America NA, member FDSE. No one is is, is 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 more locked. From Thursday to Monday, no one is more locked into the NFL than First and Pod, hosted by Danny Parkin and Andrew Filipono. I right, welcome in First and Pod after a very eventful NFL Sunday that I think, for the most part lived up to the billing with the great games on paper Uh, check us out subscribe rate review every game every team every week coming to you live after a Cowboys route of the Colts 47 to 19 Uh, I don't know if you want to start on the winning side or the losing side pony but Dallas is rolling and it feels like the Colts are stuck once again at quarterback I don't I don't know what they do Uh, if they go to Nick Foles or whatever, but the Colts, I feel like they might be in prime position to trade multiple first round picks to move up and like take the kid from Kentucky or something. Like they, they feel like they're in no man's land to me at quarterback.
1: Did you feel like when the Saturday thing happened, that it was an elaborate scheme by the Colts to tank? Did Um, you think that did that once that thought popped into your head, which I know it did. Did you put any more credence into it? It it struck me as uh a man without a plan. Like Jim Jim Ursay is okay, like so it wasn't stupid like a Fox kind of thing where he was doing it. I think he I think
0: he felt like I needed to make a move and I like this guy optics be damned yeah like he didn't didn't strike me as a guy who was playing chess and thinking three four five moves ahead of time
1: because I think he did it because he wanted to hire Jeff Saturday to be his head coach full-time and he knew that if he did it after the season was over it would get the reaction that Houston's attempt to hire Josh McCown did without any experience yeah so I think he tried to circumvent the system by doing this And now the problem is, you know, they've been competitive in their first three games. This loss, if things continue to look that way, I think it's going to make it harder for Jim Ursay, you said Optics, to keep Jeff Saturday as his head coach, which I think is what he wants. I think he wants Jeff Saturday to be his coach next year and beyond. Well, I think we've seen he can do whatever he wants. Like, who's going to stop him from doing it? Well, last year, Houston got stopped by the NFL.
0: <clears throat> yeah, but these guys, man, like, he he's already there. They put him in place.
1: I, well, I know that's why I think he did it. <clears throat> that's why I think he did it in the, in the season. So he could just pass it off as an interim thing, and then after the season, find some kind of argument, like, well, look how much closer we played in games. Look at what our record was. And then just roll them over into the next year.
0: Yeah, well, that's not gonna work. Uh, cause they're they're not talented and Matt Ryan's throwing ducks out there. Um, I like Alec Pierce. Like that that guy looks like a piece to me. They barely use him. I know I know, but when they throw to him, he gets separation and yards after the catch. Uh <laughs> You know, Collinsworth was raving at one point in the game about how the offensive line isn't as bad as people had been talking about it, and they came into the year expecting to be the best unit. Like, they, it's weird. I feel like they're not as bad as their record suggests they are. And if they could just get quarterback play, because they haven't had that in years, they wouldn't be a contender, but they'd be an above 500 team and kind of like what we thought they were going to be in the AFC South. But four, seven and one, four eight now that now four eight and one after the blowout loss to the Cowboys, not bad enough probably to finish with a top three pick, but have a shot at a top five or six pick, I think they're gonna end up just reaching on a quarterback. Uh and then Dallas, that offense is good, man. Like I don't, you know, they're if gonna If they not- did not
1: have their history, and if they did not well, have their baggage that they would be i think a team that people were putting super bowl uh expectations on but the people that do that just do that because they want a reaction they don't actually mean it they just say it because they know that it's a polarizing thing that people are going to say they're going to put it out there and they're going to get a reaction to it but like nobody the, the you can you can take the numbers and twist them in a way that make the Cowboys look like a real bona fide Super Bowl contender. But it's just every time I say that, there's just uh, something that grabs a hold of me and shakes me up and tells me, dude, like, they're the Cowboys. They don't ever deliver in big games. And that's
0: that's the the conundrum with that. This particular team has, though, what I was going to say is, they are built to win in January.
1: They well, can. I thought last win. year's team was
0: too. No, I. I know. I mean, the, my, my, Mike McCarthy is still there, but, it, but the, the the how you would build the team like a running game should travel on the road, and a pass rush should travel. So they 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 should be a very high floor, wild card team. They should not. There shouldn't be many scenarios where they get blown out. Good takeaway team, good pass rush team, good run the ball team, but there's just something about Mike McCarthy and Dak, honestly, to to a lesser extent, that makes them hard to believe in. But the NFC, we've talked about it all year. It's completely wide open. That and has a
1: chance. To, that has a chance to be the highest rated wild card game in NFL history. Cowboys and Bucks. Which yeah, will get Sunday awesome. afternoon. And that'll be, I think, the highest rated wild card game in NFL history with the game in Tampa, with Dallas probably being the second best team in the NFC, but getting screwed over because they're in the same division as the Eagles. And the game likely being in Tampa, where the team that's hosting the game is like eight and nine. But it's pretty. Yeah, and, and And Dallas is significantly favored. So the but it's pressure, so 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 the pressures
0: on the road team
1: going and the, up, and games. it's a house money game for the forty-five-year-old quarterback who's won seven Super Bowls. Yep, yeah, that's
0: that's sickening. Uh,
1: let's get to the let's get to the good games.
0: There there were so many of them. Three three wins for the Bengals against the Chiefs in a calendar year. And the Bills end up being the big winner on the day without even playing. One seed. Because now they're back in the driver's seat, control their own destiny for the one seed in the AFC. Bengals get it done without Joe Mixon. Kind of a surprise. Thought he was going to be
1: active. Do the Chiefs have a Cincinnati problem? They do. And I know you said that you were going to refuse to admit that. We talked about this last week. Yep. But the issue now for the Chiefs against the Bengals for me is, okay, whatever. Joe Burrow's a generational quarterback, just like your guy. Probably a future Hall of Famer. Took a Moribund doormat franchise, got him to a Super Bowl in his second year there. He's coming to life again. He got Chase back. He made clutch plays late, third down plays. We've come to expect that from Joe Burrow. That's what the great quarterbacks in this league do. What's harder to accept for me if I'm a if I'm a chiefs fan for the second consecutive game against Cincinnati, your offense played like shit and it did for the final 30 minutes of the game in the AFC championship game and it did again today. Kelsey caught four balls and fumbled Pratt ripped the ball away from him um Mahomes's numbers were extremely pedestrian by his standards. Like what's up with that? Why are the Bengals defense with a defensive coordinator who nobody knows his name, how are they able to shut down the Chiefs offense better than any team in the league when they
0: Well the the Chiefs they had two great drives in the third quarter and and then the Kelsey fumble is a play that shouldn't happen and doesn't really happen. Like a first ballot Hall of Famer making a horrifying play like that and just tilting the game and you give Burrow an extra possession late, and he drives down the field, then the Chiefs miss a long kick, like, that was a toss-up game, it was a 50-50 game, but the Chiefs clearly blew it, and Cincinnati, I loved the trash talk, I loved Andy Reid's saying he hated the trash talk, and then the Bengals came out of the game being the team that talked the trash, like, I still feel how I felt on the last podcast heading into the game, which is fine. The Chiefs can lose. The Bengals needed the game more. They've won four straight just to like solidify their playoff positioning, given how tough their schedule is. And now they've won four straight. They're eight and four. They're a virtual lock for a playoff spot. So, like, I I still felt feel that way. But what is true is, of any team that the Chiefs could face, the Bengals will have the least fear factor about it and you talk about the the uh the bucks playing with house money in that scenario the pressure will be all on kansas city which is just so weird in that spot but you know often i guess you'd say the pressure would be on the home team and the team with the super bowl aspirations but cincinnati was in the super bowl last year like how often do the do the conference champions with a hall of fame caliber quarterback get to play a game like that with house money
1: but they absolutely would yeah, and, uh, well, let me just say one more thing. I'm not even sure that Mahomes' touchdown should have counted. I've watched that play 15 times. I'm still not convinced it was a touchdown. It so was a badass, though. Well, yeah, it was, but I'm still not convinced he scored. I'm not either. The, so I'm not even sure the game really was that close when that play could have gone the other way. And then the, And then for Kansas City, I get it because they have an invincibility factor against just about everybody else. But you're tempting fate if you got to win an extra game, and that first game is against either Herbert or is against the Jets defense. Like you'll be favored by a touchdown, maybe more, definitely against the Jets, maybe like closer to six and a half seven against LA, and you'll probably win that game. But yeah, you you're tempting fate as you know, there's a 25% chance maybe that you lose and you got to win an extra game. So that's that's what they lost today or forfeited. By losing this game, oh, it's ma- I mean, it's it's massive, absolutely. I mean,
0: with the, with the new the new playoff format is great for a couple of level reasons, but that's one of them. That the and probably the biggest one is that the best teams.
1: Yeah, that's why play, I loved it. Why would, why were we rewarding the second best team the same way we were rewarding the top team? Yeah, the old way.
0: Yeah, no, it's it that 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 part of it's great, and the best teams will be much less likely. Uh, to have nothing to play for at the end of the season. All right, this game is amazing. Uh, Not really how it played out on the field, but in terms of the storylines. like I feel like we could do an hour-long podcast on the ramifications of this game. So I'm going to break our rule and ask two questions off the top, one for each team, dealer's choice, but we're going to spend time on both. Jimmy G out for the season in a Niners win. Are the Niners' Super Bowl dreams done? They signed Josh Johnson for his third stint upcoming with the Niners. And Purdy, the guy who played in this game, he was Mr. Irrelevant. So are the Niners' Super Bowl dreams done? And then on the other side, I talked about this on the last pod, are the Dolphins on fraud alert? Given they finally played a good team, that team lost their starting quarterback and they still got blown out and Tua looked bad. So Dolphins fraud alert. Niners Super Bowl dreams are they over we could start on either one
1: uh I think the 49ers should have called Big Ben so that's why yes I do think that they're done I don't know why they didn't I can text him and ask I don't I probably should have by now not that he'd get back to me but sweet that, sweet humble brag of having Big Ben's number Very that cool. to me is an easy one Why wouldn't you make that call the same way that teams have done that with Drew Brees and Kurt Warner and tried to Philip Rivers, tried to coax the guy out of retirement to just manage because he was awful last year. Yeah. Awful in the way that he had seven game winning fourth quarter overtime comeback wins. Yes. At 38. Awful in that respect. Yeah. Um, Awful in the, he's a statue. And what are the two quarterbacks there currently? A Josh rookie Johnson. and a guy on his 13th team. Actually, check that, 14th team. Oh, well, there's some repeats in there, buddy. Yeah. Like I said, and UFL but, teams in there yeah. as well, a league that is no longer around. No, they're, they're fucked. I mean, look, uh, we loved the roster and knew that Garoppolo always has – You, he's a known commodity. He is what he is but he had gone four games without throwing an interception. He had the good game two weeks ago. He's gone to a Super Bowl and the two NFC championship games. So surrounded by good talent in a system he's comfortable with. You knew that they could win games in January, but I can't say that about him now. I don't see a Nick Foles, Jeff Hostetler vibe to this team with Brock Purdy. Yeah. I mean, so
0: as someone who has some, some of them at 19 to one, to win the Super Bowl. It's sickening. I mean, they were they were seven and a half to one at the start of the day to win the Super Bowl, just just behind the Eagles uh in, in the NFC.
1: But Johnson's been there with Shanahan, right? So he knows the system in theory. Yeah. They should play him next week. And just I, hope he's Geno Smith Light. Right.
0: I I think that it's like the scene in The Princess Bride. There's a difference between mostly dead and dead like it's mostly dead but the rest of the NFC it's still like a team no, coach by, by Mike McCarthy it's dead Jalen Hurts in the playoffs
1: no it's dead like you mocked my Cooper Rush take so I'm not going to allow you to just say that there's a chance okay but hold on
0: Cooper Rush put up a hundred yards and you were saying he was going to replace a healthy Dak Prescott yes this is they have timed the game plan. It. They put up 33 points on a team that people said could win the win
1: the With Defensive scores mixed in there it was not all offense. They had a monster defensive game. Well, their defense is monstrous. Yeah, but when it, not ball. when it runs into guys like Mahomes. They, they they just played a top five offense. Fair, good rebuttal. They just you know what I mean. So like that that my,
0: if they if they have the best defense in the NFL. Yep and McCaffrey looked amazing today and we know Shanahan can run with any anybody back there but now McCaffrey's looking awesome in the in the flow of the offense like i i think it's dead but again the de- uh, defense running game coaching man in mean, a wi- uh,
1: wide open conference the, they don't have to go through hall of fame quarterbacks no, I, like, yeah but they've got to go through Dallas who's won two games now where they've just made it look like a college football SEC FCS matchup. They've done that twice, and one was to the team with the second best record in the conference. I understand. And the other thing is, Shanahan has proven that when he doesn't have Jimmy G, he doesn't win. He's had quarterbacks like Nick Mullins and guys like that who've gone in, and his record is atrocious in those situations. So I wouldn't expect that to change just because he's got Christian McCaffrey now. I'm sorry. Well, he won today. Um,
0: the Daltons aren't
1: a fraud. They, they're they allowed a mulligan. They get one mulligan. They, they used it up. They shanked it off the tee. They don't get a second one. Okay. But they get this one. Okay.
0: Their wins are Buffalo in week one, which is, you know, good. Or excuse no, me. No, it's not a in, week one. In, in, in week three. Excuse me. Week three. So, no. New, New England, Baltimore, Buffalo. Pittsburgh, Detroit, Chicago,
1: Cleveland, Houston. Yeah. Rest of the season's tough, man. I know it is, but they've beaten two division leaders already, even though they were in strange ways. I'm not going to completely abandon them because they had a bad game on the road in San Francisco. All right. That, all I'm saying is that, that it, my, my antenna
0: was up ahead of the game. I liked San Francisco. I bet San Francisco. San Francisco lost its starting quarterback. And they still got blown out. And Tua, dude, looked horrible. He did not have a good game. I know I ankle injury. He like he got hit early, and he looked flustered. It reminded me of the first time that we had to see Dak not behind, you know, Travis Frederick and Zach Martin and Tyron Smith and Lyle Collins. Like Zach, Dak Prescott, the first like four years of his career, had – the best offensive line in football. And then the first time those guys were out and hurt, he was like, oh, it looked petrified. He, he eventually like regained his footing, but it looked like Tua finally had to deal with a little bit of adversity, a little bit of contact, and he got completely scattered. Like that MVP talk should quiet. Uh, that idea that like they're elevated because of him should quiet. I'm not, I'm not saying they're not good. I'm not saying they're not a playoff team, anything like that, but they've got, they're 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 five left it's it's in LA against the Chargers in Buffalo home against the Packers team on Christmas who's we'll see in New England and then against the Jets so Jets defense is good Patriots defense is good at LA Buffalo's we'll see like I don't know man I I I could see them losing four of five to to end the season I really could
1: well, it's Tua's first loss as the starting quarterback, and the optics were bad. I would agree that they're probably going to win. I would say eleven and six, ten and seven, and finish second in the division. But I'm not. You were never in on them, really, all year. Correct. So I'm. This take is not surprising. It's confirmation bias by you. Probably. You fe- yes, you feel. They played a good good team, and they looked like an average team. Yes, but I was in on Miami from the very beginning this year, so I'm not going to be swayed by your rhetoric in one game.
0: Okay. Okay. So, I have been watching the Eagles very closely because Jalen Hurts is a pretty good comp for what the Bears are trying to do with Justin Fields. Mm -hmm. And I just... I'm just kind of blown away by it. Like, I'm wondering how many quarterbacks would look awesome. And I don't mean this in any way of taking away from Jalen Hurts. But behind that offensive line with that running game that he's obviously a huge part of and throwing to that pair of receivers and Devontae Smith and A.J. Brown, who had the awesome revenge game against his old team. And yes, the Titans secondary is terrible. But like, it's pretty incredible that today... Jalen Hurts had 300 plus passing yards in three quarters and we're a week removed from them having what 360 rushing yards against the Packers like they they can do it in any way and it feels like they have just built offensive coach like it feels like they have just built the perfect incubator for we don't have a blue chip prospect at quarterback but we are Elevating him and maximizing him. Should every team copy how the Eagles are surrounding and supporting
1: Jalen Hurts? Is basically my premise here. So there's a lot to that. There's like investing huge in the offensive line, which they've done, where after Indy, they're the second highest paid line in the entire league. Yep. So that's component one. And then the other one is you make the huge deal to get the wide receiver there for the quarterback. And I feel like people have been trying to do the first part of it since football was invented to protect their quarterback. It's the second part that is the new thing. And what's so, to me, what's so um, fascinating about that is everybody acknowledges that college football produces better wide receivers than ever before because that's the way that game has evolved. And yet, that has not stopped teams from trading multiple first-round picks and spending what used to be quarterback money for wide receivers, Adams, Hill, and Brown. Yeah. So, as long as those deals work, and in two or three they have with Hill and Brown, I would expect that to continue like where Oh, and Devontae are.
0: Adams is not the problem for Vegas. He oh, yeah, no, no. Yeah,
1: I mean, when, yeah, exactly. I mean more so in the it, it, it yielding wins sure. from the deals. Sure. So like, I would think where you are, that would absolutely happen. You know it, that the Bears would trade for name, great, alpha dog, mm-hmm. wide receiver one, that's out there, and I think we'll see two or three other teams attempt to do that this off season. So, it, yeah. But, it, it's 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 pretty incredible like I you know of
0: of the guys last year when AJ Brown ended up getting moved like McLaurin was talked about they ended up re-signing him Debo was talked about ended up re-signing him DK Metcalf was talked about ended up re-signing him so yeah I've like kind of started thinking about like because it's not a good free agent wide receiver class like Jerry Judy like are the Bengals not going to re-sign T Higgins because they can't put that much money into the offense, like like who who's the guy that's going to be moved? Yeah, that it seems like the Bears is going to try to replicate. Because I like, I do because yeah, you can't replicate Lane Johnson and, and and Kelsey and all five dudes across the offensive line. But like, you need to get a playmaker. Drafting Jamar Chase over Panay Sewell for Cincinnati and Burrow is like another one if you've got that type of draft asset at the top. But it's just the whole thing, man. Like I'm. I, Jalen Hurts is amazing, but I really do think that like 20 quarterbacks at least would be absolutely not in there.
1: I I think the hyper-aggressive front offices are getting rewarded for those moves. Tampa Bay, um, L.A., Philadelphia, which, you know, where I am, you know, places like Pittsburgh, Green Bay have scoffed at that. You build yep. with the draft. You build with your own guys. And now the NFL, I think, has flipped on that. And Philadelphia is the latest team to do that. And, and they're able to do all this, by the way, because their starting quarterback is a second-round pick. Yep. Like, the Cowboys missed their window to do that with Dak when he was a fourth-round pick and he was you know, severely underpaid. Like, those are the teams that I think have the best chance to win – Are the rookie quarterbacks that are on on that rookie deal that are playing way above their contract, which allows you to just take advantage of the salary cap? So,
0: yeah, no, it was that that's that that's exactly right. But I I think I think they are going to they are continuing a trend. Another game, two teams winning records. I mean, I know how it happened, but you just look at the box score of this one. It's tough to really understand how the Vikings beat the Jets. They were outgained by 199 yards of offense in that game. And Mike White put one on Berrios' chest. A little behind him, but he dropped it in the end zone. Vikings are only plus 10 point differential on the season. Their horseshoe season continues.
1: Do you consider them to be a lock to be one and done in the playoffs? No, I don't because of who they'll probably play against. So they'll likely be the NFC's second seed. So that's going to put them in a game maybe against, could it be Washington? Could it be uh, the Giants? Seattle. Could it be Seattle? I mean, that's the thing that is going to help them out. I mean, they're winning by getting red zone stops, holding teams to field goals. And what you said, a goal line stand there late in the game, which like, I just don't see that as sustainable, but I've maintained about them the higher, the the entire time. I don't think that they're getting enough out of their roster. I think their team is better than the way they played. Like they're probably not as good as their record. I don't think they're a 10, 10 and two team, but I do think that like they've won games that they don't deserve to win. But I think on paper, they're a better team than that, Danny. Like
0: they- they, they, They've got high-end talent. Right. Um, the Jets thing was so self-inflicted, though. Like I know Mike White fever has swept the Meadowlands, but like you're on the one-yard line. The Vikings' defense terrible. Why, why are
1: we throwing fades? Why, why are we throwing it twice? Run the ball. Run the ball and you win. Yeah, Knight helped you get down there. Just keep going with him. I know he got stopped once down there, but keep doing it. Run the ball. I
0: mean, I, again, Barrios should have caught it. That was a fine throw from Mike White, but like, and then you know, this was crazy. The the Jets were three for sixteen on third down. The Vikings were nine of eighteen. So that's Cousins converting in the pressure moments, right? And Mike White, not. That's a huge discrepancy on, on critical downplays. But, man, I don't – maybe they win because of the matchup, but I would love to bet Geno Smith against them in a playoff game. <laughs> I would absolutely love it. I They do 10-2 with a plus-10 point differential. It's never happened before. It's it's honestly it's one of the luckiest win-loss record seasons, arguably the luckiest win-loss record season if that's how you like to grade that sort of yeah, thing. Yeah, they haven't
1: lost a one possession game all year.
0: Yeah. Uh in in NFL history, it's it's And com- they've played
1: 9 of them. They're 9 and 0 oh in one possession games.
0: Yeah. Com- it completely unsustainable. All right, terrible game, but what did you make of Deshaun Watson's return to football?
1: About what he deserved, I felt like Pretty empty stadium. The ones who were there from Houston's end were, you know, disgusted, I guess. Uh, He played rotten. He was awful. He threw an interception to a guy in the end zone right at him. They scored a special teams touchdown and two defensive touchdowns. I mean, I don't root for the guy to do well. So the fact that his first game back was brutal, maybe that portends more struggles for him down the road, but, you know, I didn't want, I didn't want, like, I think it was good that the NFL, maybe not so much that it was in Houston, but I was happy that his first game was not at home because I did not think he deserved like a hero's welcome ride in on your white horse and try to save our season and making him start his first game there in front of like 20,000 fans who were booing him. I thought was what Deshaun Watson really deserves right now.
0: Yeah, I, you know, obviously the country didn't get that game, so I wasn't like locked in on every play. But like reading some of the reports of like 10 of his accusers being there, the booze, the empty stadium, saw some highlights. Like he, he did look fast. You know, like obviously the, the athleticism obviously is still there. He's just entering his, his athletic prime and peak um weird game 27 14 with only one offensive touchdown
1: I had the under in that game and it was one of the worst beats of the year for me because I felt like I was on the right side with that
0: yeah I had an under on a Deshaun Watson prop but didn't but didn't touch the game total um but yeah we weird 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 game I also you know I always say that like when football people are speaking they're lying so I try to put like no stock into what coaches and players say in the microphones, even though it's like such a huge part of the news cycle in our job, but all the Browns players could, they wouldn't shut up about like, Oh, he looks so good in practice. He could put the ball wherever he wants. He looks amazing. He looks
1: amazing. He looks amazing. He looks amazing. He didn't look amazing today. Well, you got to compare that to what those guys have seen in practice. The last few years, though, the quarterbacks that they've been around, put it in context, you know, I don't even play the Texans today. Yeah. He he, he, play, he played the
0: Texans in a, a climate-controlled environment that he should be familiar with, with
1: basically no pressure. I mean, yeah, there was pressure in terms of, like, the, the offense. Oh, there game. was absolutely pressure. I bet that's the most nervous he's ever been for a game in his entire life. It should have been.
0: I, I meant
1: football, on-the-field yeah. pressure.
0: Like, this, this is not playing in Pittsburgh on a Monday night with the prime Steelers defense and a healthy T.J. Watt coming at him. Like, yes, I'm sure he was very nervous. He hadn't played football in 700 days. Like, there's going to be a rust factor there, obviously. But, They got to yeah. go to
1: Cincinnati again next week. It's another road game. So. <clears throat> yeah. What's the look-ahead line on that, actually? What's the line? That's I a- haven't looked, but if I'm going to guess, I would say Cincinnati minus 6.5, even though the Browns have owned Burrow. 4.5. 4.5. Yeah, that's a... That's a Cincy bet for me, buddy.
0: (laughs) Me too. (laughs) Um, Denver, Baltimore. The (laughs) Broncos thing is just hilarious. We can talk about it. But are you worried at all that Lamar Jackson cost himself money
1: now that he's injured? No, because I actually think it could go the other way. I think it could be like Andy Dalton in Dallas when Dak went out, where if Tyler Huntley again – really struggles, I think it might force, when I say struggles, I mean, they don't win. I think maybe Baltimore realizes even more so how irreplaceable Jackson is. And maybe Lamar, who represents himself, of course, has a second injury and he's more willing to take a long-term guaranteed contract than just play it year by year like he maybe had planned on doing. So I do actually think this could get them closer together from a bargaining uh point of view. I, I I do think the thing that sticks out to me the most about this game is how it's just, oh well, Russell Wilson sucked again, and the Broncos offense was just laughably bad. And it's just like it doesn't, that doesn't even, that doesn't move the needle anymore. Like Dude, they Tyler are Tyler Hunt Tyler Huntley completed two fourth down conversions, marched them downfield to win the game, like a 90-yard drive. It's like, oh wow, good for like the Ravens that they found a way to win this game. Like the fact that the, the Broncos scored nine points again was like a secondary like headline to the game. Like not even like not, not even close to the main takeaway from it. For people. Well, but I mean, Lamar Jackson's
0: a borderline superstar and he got injured and we don't know how serious Sure, it is. but I'm
1: saying we're like, we've just come to expect that the Broncos are going to put up less than Dude, two touchdowns in every yes. game.
0: Dude, they are an auto fire on the under for me. I already bet under 42 and a half Chiefs Broncos for next week, the second it posted. Because their defense is good and Russell Wilson can't score in the red zone. He can't even reach the red zone, but when he reaches the red dude. zone, they can't score a touchdown. They don't score touchdowns. It's a huge like problem. their
1: <laughs> their defense, they those guys need like some congressional medal of freedom or something. Yeah, even, I know their
0: defense <laughs> is awesome.
1: <laughs> like the job that their defense has done, all of those guys deserve their own parade or something because to do what they do on a weekly basis is incredible given that they know all right if we give up one touchdown we're pretty much fucked in this game yeah the the That's margin game. of error look, like, so, like, I don't I I also
0: don't think he costs himself a ton of money um quarterbacks get paid right Wentz got 20 something million this year Matt Ryan still taking in huge money like the Bears gave Mike Glennon 18 million for a season a few years ago. Like if Lamar Lamar Jackson's going to make an unbelievable amount of money for a really long time because there's just not 32 good quarterbacks in the NFL and I, on his best day he's the best player on the field. Um but it is interesting to me what's happened to him. Do you remember early first and pods week 1, week 2, week 3? You're we like, dude, this guy's going to win MVP after betting on himself. He had 10 touchdowns. through Yeah, because he games. was
1: carrying, he was like carrying them. He was just Ten the touchdowns reason why three they three were three winning games. or the reason why they were explosive offensively. Yeah. It's so then from week, from
0: week four through the start of this game, he had
1: seven touchdowns and five picks and a passer rating of 80. Well, Danny, this gets back to what I said to you on another early podcast. Somehow, his struggles pre-injury last year, his numbers got just washed away. Like, he was not objectively a good quarterback last year. No, I know. I know you're right. And that kind of got lost in the narrative of, like, he deserves to get paid, especially with what money Deshaun Watson got and what happened with Kyler Murray. Like, there was some kind of, there was like a martyrdom for him, which I totally get because the guys that got paid over him both play – a you know, a demanding physical style of quarterback where they are runners and they're not as accomplished as, as him. So I, I understood that part of it, but that did not explain why it made sense to pay him coming off the season that he had, which was not good and he got hurt. And outside of the first three weeks, like you said, he's regressed back to being that quarterback, which the the, the what it's gonna force people to say is that the Ravens have not done right by him. With the players they've surrounded him with, which is hard for people to admit because they're held up as one of the great front offices and coaching staffs in the entire NFL. Right. So I people mean, people can't saying that bring for themselves to say that about them consistently. Yeah,
0: yeah. that's. Been, I mean, that's been my thing. I I wanted them to make the AJ Brown trade.
1: Like, no. Instead, they Bates. traded their best receiver for a first round pick. Right, but I mean Bateman get out of here.
0: Like find that guy a possession, move the sticks, receiver that he can target 10 times a game and make his life a little easier. But yeah, I mean, he had 11 passing yards today. They had the ball, he had the ball 3 times before he got hurt. Yep. Like he, you know, so yeah, he he's going to get paid. He's going to get paid a lot. They're probably still going to tag him. He's going to be fine. But whew. Someone's up there, man. Um, all right. Obviously, I've got a ton of Justin Fields thoughts, aka Superman. <laughs> so we can do that if you want. But is there a scenario in your mind? Packers run the table, get to nine wins, and sneak into the playoffs. Is it on the? Is it on the board?
1: No. It is, is for that- you. Well, okay. Here's their schedule. I know their schedule is easy, but they're a bad team too. So that's the problem by by week. Yep.
0: Home against the Rams at your Miami dolphins. That's the tough one home against the fraudulent Vikings who they got some payback coming through for that week. One ass kicking home against Detroit. So
1: by week three of four at home no, in Miami, I don't I I see one easy game, and that's the Rams. I think the other three are at best coin flip games for them. Uh so no, I don't think they'll make it. I think the the broader question for the Packers is did they actually hit on a wide receiver? Oh, dude, is, Watson is Watson
0: is fun. He's so, okay, so, he's so fast. He's so fast. So
1: that's you know, that's a huge deal to me. Because he had 7 touchdowns in his last 4 games.
0: Yes. Or no, oh no, he had, he had two today. I think it's he eight had a rushing
1: times. touchdown. So that's Yeah, yeah. I, think, I think I think it's 8 touchdowns in his last 4 games. He had a rushing touchdown in this game. Yeah. So it looks like they found a really good wide receiver in the second round of this draft, which is not to say that that washes away their other sins of like trading DeVonte Adams not finding a way to keep him happy, not being able to placate him when he wanted to go play with this college quarterback, not, you know, passing pick, on Jordan, yeah. Jordan Love. Yeah. I mean the free agent moves that they made, Sammy Watkins, all of those things, but they like last year's draft, they got that right. As I, from my perspective, they got the draft part of it right. They got a really good young wide receiver weapon for their quarterback.
0: Yeah, so he, I just wonder
1: if in high, if people now are going to be able to admit that they were wrong about that. Well, w- Watson's highlight was
0: that early season, fall goes right through his hands. That's Minnesota moment in week one. And then he didn't really do anything for six weeks. Her- and right. And that but now he's become uh, he's not a high volume guy yet. He's like a big play guy. We, I mean, he, could he win the rookie
1: of the year? Uh I don't Pierce has fallen off a cliff. Walker got hurt today for Seattle. He had an ankle injury that forced him to leave that game. So the awards
0: markets aren't up right now. Um Yeah, I mean So they got four games left. He's got eight touchdowns, I think.
1: Uh, That's a shitload of touchdowns, man. Yeah, so if
0: he gets to like 12 touchdowns, maybe, maybe. I bet you get long odds on that dude right now.
1: Well, who's the obvious candidate? See what I mean?
0: Yeah, no, there isn't one. But who did I ask you about? Garrett coming? Wilson in New York
1: with the Jets?
0: Yeah. I, yeah, I asked you about Wilson, right? And you said no because of uh, what? He doesn't have eight touchdowns. No, I know. I know. So, just real quick on Justin Fields. He had his third rushing touchdown of 50 or more yards this season today. No quarterback has ever done that in a career. What? That's right. (laughs) Mike Vick never did not have three rushing touchdowns of 50 yards or more. Justin Fields has three this season. Damn. Dude, he is unbelievable. Like... He's throwing the ball – like, the two interceptions, okay? The first one was objectively on Equinemius St. Brown. Yeah, like, I saw it. Jair Alexander was like, that wasn't hard for me. That guy is slow. I could see what was coming at the top of his routes because it takes him forever to come out of his break. That's what Jair Alexander said Damn. after Like, And then the second one was – was a was bad. But they're down 9 with 90 seconds left and he's trying to force a ball and make something happen. Like, yeah. You know the game was over. He he was making throws from the pocket. He has no pass protection. He has no difference makers as pass catchers. The guy is really special. And it kind of seems like Luke Getzi the play caller might have been either like shaving points <laughs> or listening to the show and like just trying to help the team with draft position because every time Fields would like throw like make an unbelievable play like the forty nine yarder to Enkiel Harry or uh the the play to commit down the left sideline which was unbelievable awareness
1: he would just like stop
0: throwing the ball and take it out of Justin Fields' hand. Well, and and the just, kicker would...
1: looked like he was shaving points too. Didn't he miss an extra point in a field goal in this game? Yeah, it was unbelievable. Like it was. Like, because people people here are like, oh, you have to learn how to win.
0: Justin Fields had an opportunity to win late and didn't do it again, just like the Lions game, just like the Vikings game. Yo, there is no evidence that suggests you need to learn how to win. Like, we asked Boomer Esiason about it. He was like, look up what I did the year before we went to the Super Bowl and I won the MVP. Like, they had four wins.
1: Well, yeah, look at Joe Burrow uh, in his rookie year. He didn't win. That just flipped. Peyton Manning – no, I think you guys. I think you guys are in a great spot with him. I'm very jealous of it, actually.
0: We're in an unbelievable spot. They have a hundred million of cap space. They would have the
1: second pick in the draft if it ended today. Why aren't people then like just lining up to tell you how right you are about that? That this is a great situation. Because the media
0: establishment, I sound like a raging right wing YouTube commenter or something. <laughs> but like the media establishment in this town, apparently is just archaic because they've like never seen a good quarterback that they, and they apparently don't watch the rest they of should Indiana. be
1: saying this is like the basement or ground floor of like what might be one of the great runs in bears history so dude it's the best it. It.
0: it's the best position the bears have been in offensively in anyone in this city's lifetime like yeah they used they had walter payton and that was amazing, obviously. like that's sure. not, I'm not trying to like, yeah, but that. But like in terms of modern quarterback football, they are in such a good position. Like get the lose out, get the second pick, trade down, get multiple firsts in this year and next year's draft. What's going to suck is you're going to have to pay him, but like you're not going to be able to totally take advantage of the rookie contract because of how bad the roster was. But whatever, man. You, the Bears have Superman playing quarterback. It's so exciting to watch these games. And they keep losing. It's unbelievable. All right, your game. Steelers-Falcons. So I didn't watch a ton of this, but I'm curious. Just looking at the highlights in the box score. What's the bigger deal? That they've won two straight and won three of four? Or that it's now four straight games for Kenny Pickett without an interception?
1: Well, just like you were saying with your team, it should be the latter. It should be that you've got a quarterback that is not making highlight reel plays like fields, but the game is not too fast for him. He's not having problems reading defenses. He's a little bit conservative at times, but that's okay because he doesn't want to lose a game with a poor decision. And he's still making enough plays where they're winning games. They scored 16 points in the first half again and had 250 yards of offense. So, you know, he's doing what he needs to do to win. Uh, But I think there's going to be a lot of conversation about them in their easy schedule and Tomlin maybe somehow pulling a rabbit out of his hat and avoiding that first losing season because they're five and seven. They might get Huntley next week at home in Baltimore. Then they go to Carolina, so that would be 7-7 and if they win both of those games. Then it's the Immaculate Reception Anniversary game at home against the Raiders. That would be 8-7. and And then they close with at Baltimore and Cleveland. So they could conceivably get to nine wins, which would be impressive given the way their season started. Did you see that Tomlin at halftime was walking back to the field? Some guy was like, hey man, good game. And he goes, I'm fucking working. What was that about? That was a brutal look for him. Like, come on, yeah. man. Yeah. It it was ridiculous. <laughs>
0: like, the guy was like trying to be like, thumbs up. And yeah. He was, like, I'm fucking working
1: here. Okay, you hardo. You're- yeah. <laughs> that <laughs> like goes against everything. Like, oh, he's such a chill guy. All these players love him. He's not like this dinosaur stick in the mud prick coach and his true yeah, like, colors kick like what come on man like you can't just be nice him. to a paying yeah or you can't be just nice to a paying customer and just say thanks how about a thanks or appreciate Th- it Wait, thanks would be
0: a human emotion but like these guys in a game you know he's he's looking at his fucking sheet of paper half times 12 minutes he's walking back onto the field like you want your players to have blinders on and, like, just be, like, totally locked in and focused. A fan was like, hey, Coach Tomlin, thumbs up, or
1: whatever he said, <laughs> and, and, and you scream at the guy. It's just ridiculous. I mean, that's something you would expect out of, like, Belichick, isn't it? It's something I would not it, – it, it's something I would expect out of the coach of Last Chance You. <laughs> <laughs> something I would expect, or it's like the villain guess. in like a football movie, like the asshole that coaches the team that like it's like Owens, Bud like in Yeah, exactly.
0: <laughs> yeah, like like what are you doing, you weirdo? Uh, oh man. Dude, those Falcons uniforms might be the sickest in the NFL.
1: And it's funny because their normal uniforms are the worst in the league. They're right up there with Tennessee's uniforms as the absolute shit. Those uniforms they wore today are so clean, man. Oh, my God. Have you ever heard my theory on what should happen to the Titans? (laughs) No. So, the Texans should just be the Oilers. It should be able to use all the Oilers' colors and everything else, and they should just force Tennessee to rebrand as a Nashville nickname team and just come up with a whole new uniform scheme and logo because everything about their look just screams like XFL, fake football league shit.
0: I like And that. the fact that none of the
1: Oilers stuff is allowed to get used is just a total waste of a badass logo and color scheme.
0: Yeah. No notes. That's a perfect pick. (laughs) 10 out of 10. Thank you. All right. Let's blitz through these games here. So Spencer doesn't get mad at us for going so long again. Um, Giants commanders. Did you learn anything about either team
1: in the tie? I did actually. I did. Um, I just. Heineke. Ryan Fitzpatrick had that like. I'm going to throw five touchdowns in a game, but then the next week I might throw five interceptions. And that's really what ultimately prevented him from becoming a stable starting quarterback for someone. But what's so crazy about Heineke is the dude, when the game is late, just turns into a totally different player. Like they're backed up with fourth down. It looks like the giants are going to win the game 20 to 13, and he makes an incredible throw, and then they get stuck in another fourth down situation, and he did it again. (laughs) I love the guy. The Giants should have won that game 20-13. to But the quarterback for the other team, even though he did not have a good game for the first 55 minutes or whatever, made humongous, ballsy plays again late. You have to respect that. Two quick things. One... The next time I bitch about an
0: unlucky gambling result, I had under 41 and a half. Oh, wow. 2020 tie, baby. Oh, my goodness. Yeah, I can't. I, I. What do you think? A month? How long do I have to go before I bitch about a result in gambling? Yeah,
1: that's you pretty- need to remember that the next time you lose like a basketball game at the buzzer or on some bullshit like foul. Right. That's pretty
0: something. good. A, a tie in football under 41 and a half. 2020s that's pretty good and then what do you think about this rule proposal if you're on your 40 or better you can't punt in overtime the Giants punting on fourth and three from midfield
1: to just play for the tie just sucks it's very soccer but like, you know what? It's probably gonna get him in. Why? Well, I,
0: I mean, or I, it's probably gonna help that. him. Dude, I, I understand that. I, I I know why they did it, but this is an entertainment product. We make rules at times not to, to make it a little harder to win, but to make it a better entertainment product. We don't like ties in American football. Like that is a that is that's a that's a it's a weak punt. When you're trying four so, three at midfield and you punt, I get, I know why you did it, but just watching the end of that game, watching overtime, that is just cowardice. It's cowardice.
1: I don't know why they can't make it so once, why does there have to be a clock component to overtime? Why can't it be you just play all right, once everybody gets a possession? Then it's sudden death, and there's no clock on it. Injuries. They they don't want you to play forever. When does the NFL care about that? They instituted a 17th game. There's an extra playoff team. No, the players union cares, I think. They don't want the game to go forever. But, yeah,
0: I I mean, I, I hate time. How long
1: is the game really going to go that makes – like it's going to be a 20-minute overtime? Okay.
0: I don't know. I don't know, but I just, th- that, that play just really offended my sensibilities. Um, Vegas and Chargers, I didn't have a ton here. Chargers defense, pathetic. Um, I have one for you. Okay. I did Devontae
1: Adamson. Go ahead. Do you think Staley's going to get fired? Because I would say, gun to my head right now, they're going to miss the playoffs. So what happens then?
0: Yeah. My guy, I, I went so hard for him last year like I it's still I get taunted and you tried to bring
1: that take back from the dead last week after the Cardinals two-point play I mean he's a defensive
0: coach whose defense is bad and their offense doesn't feel like it should be as good and feels like Herbert deserves an offensive guru there but
1: they are ravaged by injuries man That excuse goes out the window if the Jets make the playoffs over you. Don't you think? If you're at home again and you blew it last year because you got beat by the Texans and then you lost to the Raiders, and now this year, even with your injuries, you're going to let a team that's like Vegas over under was four and a half wins before the season started and they have benched their number two overall pick. They eke out a playoff spot over you, man. Like
0: it'd be bad. I think it'll be the type of thing where they'll say like the only way they would fire him is if they had like what would be perceived as the home run hire, Like, well, they should try to hire Sean. Game. They should try to hire Sean Payton or Jim Harbaugh. That's what, that's what I'm talking about. I was going to say Sean Payton. Like, I don't think they would fire Brandon Staley to hire an offensive coordinator. But I do think that they would fire Brandon Staley to hire Sean Payton. And if Sean Payton wanted, that'd be a great job for him to take. Um, My only thing was, Devontae Adams, like, if you had one receiver to put on your team to win one game, I still think he's the number one pick.
1: Over Tyreek Hill?
0: Yeah. I mean, I think it's Tyreek Hill, Justin Jefferson, and Devontae Adams. I think that's the th- – I think it's a three-person conversation. And, dude, Devontae Adams just gets open whenever the hell he wants.
1: Kyrie Hill is faster by a long shot than the fastest human beings on, like, planet Earth, man. <laughs> yeah.
0: Yeah. It's not as big, not like, not as valuable in the red zone as Devontae Adams. And, I mean, yeah, Spencer mentions Cooper Cup. He's out with the injury. and Adams were the two first-team All-Pro guys last year. He probably deserves to be in the conversation. But some of the degree of difficulty catches that uh Devontae Well, the Chargers
1: might also not want to leave him wide effing open like they did on a play that resulted in a touchdown in this game. That's also Yeah, I could have
0: caught that one. I could have caught that one. Uh, two games left. Okay. Jaguars, Lions. What do you think? Because both of these teams, it's all about, like, Projecting the future and everyone's trying to find out which team like they want to fall in love with. So which thing is more meaningful long-term? The fact that the Jaguars are capable of getting blown out by Detroit, thus indicating how far away they still are, or that the Lions offense is just when they're healthy, like they were earlier in the year, just capable of putting up 40 points in an NFL game.
1: Which of those things feels more meaningful? Well, I think it's actually the Lions because They've got to figure how much of this they think is real with golf. He's got 17 touchdowns in Detroit this year in home games. He's been very good in Detroit. Not so much on the road, but when you've scored, I think it's 30 plus points now six times this year, and you've scored 40 twice. They have been a great offensive team. It's their defense that's been their problem. So, we don't talk about this enough. If there's a quarterback that everybody had kind of written off as a placeholder, you know, Geno Smith has gotten all the headlines for what he's done as a placeholder quarterback. How about golf? Like, I'm not convinced if I'm Detroit that I draft somebody in that spot now. With the way he's played. No,
0: I mean, I think it depends where you go, right? Like if you can put Will Anderson with Aiden Hutchinson on the defensive line, I think that's going to be super attractive. Dude, I was just looking at it. They lost the opener against Philly. They scored 35. Then they scored 36 in a win against Washington. They lost to Seattle scoring 45. Then they've got wins scoring 31 and 31 and then scored 40 today. It's pretty crazy. Um, so I'm with you. I think it's the offensive story for Detroit. They have multiple firsts, right? Yeah. They've got, they've got the Rams pick. Right. So their pick and the Rams pick, but do you just try to, do you just draft? Two to What if Jamison Williams who played today, but didn't do much? What if he's awesome and he looked awesome at Alabama, like what if you add a legitimate number one, he was like the 12th pick in the draft wide receiver to this thing and then in the and then you have two top 15 picks and maybe one top five pick and you add will anderson
1: and like a cornerback if i were them i would do something hyper aggressive and i would try to come away with this draft with anderson and carter i would try to get both
0: That's going to be, you need to have two top five picks to do that. Yeah. Yeah. When they definitely should be ready to lose out. Um, Yeah. I mean, I don't know. Like I, I, a lot of mock drafts are going to have them taking a quarterback, but I
1: don't know why you would do that with this offensive. I mean, I've always been a golf hater, but the numbers are just ridiculous this year from him.
0: They are. They are.
1: Uh, Last thing.
0: Gino
1: Gino man did they save their season today boy yeah they did I kept looking at that score and I'm like oh man this is going down in a heap of flames here and then he made plays to DK Metcalf on that last drive they needed that because Bobby Wagner tried to will LA's carcass to a win today there Ten play,
0: 75 yard drive at the end of the game by my guy Gino. I mean, yeah, it would have been a horrendous loss, but still in a good spot for a playoff spot. Still for most improved. Is he gonna win most improved or comeback?
1: I didn't know there there is a most improved.
0: Oh, yeah, there's not a most improved. Was most improved NBA. Okay. <laughs> um should be.
1: No, I don't think he'll win. You think he's going to win Comeback Player of the Year? Yeah. So you don't think Saquon can win that? No, I mean, sure he can. Okay, he can't. But
0: uh, yeah, I would, I would, I would, I would give it to my guy, Gino.
1: Gino. Good point by Spencer. Comeback from what though? Just being bad? Yes. Yeah. So yes. Come back from not starting. <laughs> I'm, I'm with him on this, though. I'm what with like, like, what do you have to overcome other years. coaches thinking he sucks? Yes. Dude, do I need to go through the – do I need to go through – I'm with ball Spencer ball? on this. Look what he said. Brian Robinson got shot in his a better case, and he wasn't in the league last
0: year. Oh, stop,
1: Brian Robinson. It was the fleshy part of the thigh. They gave Alex Smith the comeback player of the year when his numbers were objectively bad because he almost had his leg amputated because he was coming back from a horrific injury. There's nothing horrific that he's coming back from. He was just doubted, serially doubted by coaches and NFL teams. That's not a comeback. Uh, Yeah, it is. Comeback implies that at one point you were something. He, he was a
0: gets- second round pick and a starter for the New York Jets. Eight second years ago. round pick is that
1: I, no, it's gotta be like a physical no uh malady. Yes, it does. Okay, I'll tell you this much. Gino.
0: It's the best story in the NFL. If <laughs> if 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 he doesn't win an award, we need to create an award.
1: It's the best story in the NFL this year. The Danny the Danny Parkins, heartfelt, yeah, sappy. Story of the year in the NFL. That's
0: fine. Uh they last one right back.
1: Are you rooting for chaos Monday night and the Saints to beat the Bucks? So it's just a complete dog shit. Well, you are because you bet the Saints to win the division. So I'm asking yeah. literally the worst person that question right now.
0: Yeah, dude, my if the Saints win tomorrow, some of my futures tickets, Lions are one win away, baby, from cashing the over at five and a half. Yep. So yeah, pretty excited about all of this. All that's happening right now uh yeah i always root for the harmless anarchy in sports i i, I think tampa's gonna win though yeah so do i okay
1: all, all right, right dude
0: hey keep telling friends about this we're, we're getting we're getting plaudits from our from our bosses in email form about numbers going up <laughs> yes and
1: i want to plot it in terms of like a raise so that's why we need to continue to grow correct like this Let's Correct. take the email plaudit to the monetary plaudit, please. Yeah,
0: yeah, that would be that that would be nice. Uh, so tell a friend every team, every game, every week. He's Andrew Filippone. I'm Danny Parkins. We're produced by Spencer Ray. It's First and Pod.
1: Peace. Twenty four hundred Sports is an Odyssey Company.